the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Lefkowitz. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. As always, I'm joined by my trusty sidekick, producer, guest host, Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I'm doing fantastic. And yourself, sir? I'm uh, so fantastic, it's probably illegal. And I'm sure there's many things that you do. That That are illegal. Of course that's true. Now, uh, we normally start with what I like to call the headlines of the day. These are actual printed on paper, so you know it's real. And that requires the sound effect. Infotainment. Exciting. Exciting stuff here. Here really we go. exciting. Climate activists. Have you seen these people? I have, yes. They want a meat tax, saying it will save the planet and save lives. Cow lives matter. Wow. I'm going to file Let's just. Uh, oh, I'll, it'll be over here if you need it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll set that aside. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, we're going to talk today about selling. Now, uh, I, I recommend a book. If you can't get to sleep tonight, this is the book on sales for you. It's called Spin Selling. We, you hear us refer to it. We did a whole episode on it with the lovely Tiff, Tiffany Berwin one time. But, and she had her puppy. Remember? Were you here for that? Oh, the yeah. Pup, remember the yes. puppy? In-studio puppy. That was a long time ago. Yes. Years ago. So we had the in-studio. But now the, now the dog's huge. I've seen the dog recently. It's gigantic in my neighborhood. But um, so Spin Selling is a book that is based on a um, 11-year-long sales study where they uh, analyzed 330,000 sales presentations. So the idea was originally um, – and this is, this is something on which you would want to take notes if, for, for those of you listening in. If there is anybody listening in, we don't even know. I am. Do people listening – I'm going to get a, sh- a new sheet of paper. There we go. Um, so the, the book is based on a Fortune 500 company uh, had uh, salespeople and they were having – they had some salespeople that were great and some people that were not so great. So they hired the, the Huthwaite research firm and they wanted them to follow around their salespeople and the idea is that we're going to find out what the great people are doing great, what the bad people are doing bad and uh, so that's, that's a good idea. So the – Huthwaite people spend a year following around these salespeople, analyzing their sales presentations, 
and they come back to the Fortune 500 company and they say, okay, here's our findings. And the Fortune 500 company says, oh, we know that's not true. And they fired Huthwaite. So the Huthwaite research firm says, okay, well, we don't know anything about sales, but uh, we've already done all the infrastructure here. Let's try it with another company. And then they tried it with another company and they tried it with another company and the results never changed. So it was scientific. But the results were the exact opposite of what has been taught in sales for the last hundred years. Okay, So what they needed – now, this wasn't real estate. These were companies with different services and products. So they needed a common language. So what I would ask you to do, take a piece of paper out and draw four boxes left to right next to each other. So they said all sales uh, presentations or processes involve these four things. So the first one is preliminaries. Okay, And we would call that rapport building. The second one, what they call it in the book, they call it qualifying. We would call that questions. And then the next one is um, product demo. We'll call that listing presentation or buyer presentation or investor presentation, FISBO, whatever. And then the final one would be closing and I would include objection handling in that one. So if I had every sales manager from every uh, company in America in one room and I said, hey, look, you're spending all of your time, all of your energy, all of your money training your salespeople to be great at these four things. Now, if you had to, if you had to invest all your time, all your money, all your energy on getting them to be good at just one of these four things, which would you pick? And they would all pick closing. But the really great salespeople, the research found out, they were great at one of the other of these things. And most people would pick rapport building. No. Actually, the research figured out that the more rapport building you do, the less likely you are to make the sale. They were better at asking the questions. They were asking more questions and better questions and asking them in a way that makes the difference. So circle questions. So in Fearless Agent, I'm the only person that's ever adapted the spin selling model to real estate and it wasn't that easy to do. But it works better in our business than it does in others. So in the um, – if you think about the way in real estate or, or really any, any type of sales training, if you go to every other coaching, every other real estate non-fearless agent real estate training. I don't care what company you're with. I don't care what they do, how they dress it up and rename it ninja this or whatever that, bold that. It's always this format. You do a bunch of rapport building. You show the features, but you actually sell the benefits and then you overcome the objections. So 
That's the way sales has been taught for over 100 years. Now, in the, in the research, they figured out that that actually works if you're selling a very inexpensive uh, item like think TV infomercial like my pillow would be an example of it. have you have you ever seen a my pillow ad or are you living oh i have i yeah, saw okay. one this morning yeah. do you have the my pillow no i don't i want to try one i, I have it it's the best it's amazing so well, that's you know, all i'm saying uh, when this is being recorded it's close to the holidays and i could use it now actually nice. it's recording next to the holidays but it'll be June by the time I, I this, see. yeah, no, no, no my but pillow. But you can for give me. a my pillow pillow as a gift anytime. But I am an advocate of the my pillow, fantastic, and I have a bad back, and I'm a complainer anyway, and it's just wonderful. So I'm, I don't know how the guy thought it up, but it's an amazing pillow. But in something like that, where you know it's fifty bucks or a hundred bucks, and it doesn't matter either way, then yeah, do a bunch of rapport building. And in the commercial, it's kind of that way. There's a bunch of rapport building and and then you show the features, but you actually sell the benefits, which is the good night's sleep, and then you uh, overcome the objections. So that works on an inexpensive product or a low-risk decision. So if I am listing my house with you uh, – because there may be a deadline, it's not a low risk decision who I pick, and it could be seven percent of X number of dollars. Or if I'm a if I'm a real estate recruiter, and I'm recruiting producing agents, you know maybe it doesn't cost anything to move from one company to the other, but I'm leaving my friends at the other company. It's a it's a high risk decision. So that that model of do a bunch of rapport building, show the features, sell the benefits, and overcome the objections doesn't work. So what was it that they noticed in the research? They noticed that the great salespeople, they were doing something different, okay? They were doing no rapport building. And again, they proved that the more rapport building you do, the less likely you are to make the sale. And there's plenty of evidence of that in real estate. They were doing uh, no features. They were doing no benefits, uh, and they were, and because of that, they never had to overcome any objections. So it eliminated the objection handling. So, if you're not going to do any rapport building when you go on a listing presentation, and you're not going to do any features or benefits or look how great my company is and all that kind of stuff and my stats and all that stuff. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to ask a series of questions and you're going to ask them in a different way, in a different order and you're going to – and fearless agents do it this way and they don't do anything that any other agent that's a competitor would ever do. So you're glaringly different and it makes you look like you care about the customer and what happens is because of the way the questions are designed, the seller ends up selling you on why they should not use your competitor. The seller ends up selling you on why they should list with you. And when you have the seller selling you on you, you've arrived. So we have a 10-step listing process that we teach everybody in Fearless Agent. So, you know, you walk up to the door, you ring the bell, you smile, you pay them a compliment, you take them directly to the kitchen table. So we're not going to do that thing that incompetent agents do, untrained 
agents always take the tour of the house first. That's a biblical-level disaster in sales. The last thing you want to do is see the house before they're sold on you because then you're making it about the house. So you go right to the kitchen table, you sit down, and you give an introduction. The fearless agent introduction gets their head right, puts you in charge immediately, lets them know what's at stake. This is either about success or failure. Then you're going to give them an an outline, a little – we call it the preview of coming attractions, which makes them feel comfortable with what you're going to be doing while you're in their house or in that meeting. And uh, And then you go to the questions which is where the spin-selling stuff kicks in. Now, at the end of the questions, we call it four questions. But those questions are designed in a certain way. So if you break it down to the what is the design of it, uh, it's a – now, in the book Spin-Selling, the S-P-I-N in SPIN is an acronym that stands for something and I can never remember what it is. So we're going to change it to S-O-F-T. So write that down. So S-O-F-T. So the situation question. That's a that's a where are you moving to? When do you want to be there? That kind of thing. Then there's an obstacle question. Then there's a fear of loss question. Then there's a tie down question at the end. So in the book, it's a basic thing like that. So we have made it an advanced version of that for Fearless Agent, which is much more powerful. So at the end of the four questions, we call them four questions. It could be more than that. But the four mandatory questions that have to get asked, and this is the basic model. You could do it this way. We don't as Fearless Agents. But it's where are you moving to? When do you need to be there? What's most important to you in choosing a real estate agent? And what would it take to get you to list your house with me tonight? So all of that is going to happen and they will be sold on you before you ever take the tour of the house. So where are you moving to is a situation question, okay? They say, oh, we're moving to Detroit because we like crime and slummy areas, okay? That was – now, if the, if, the, if the people listening in are living in Detroit, I should change that joke, shouldn't I? No. Yeah. Like they I know said, it. Hey, we don't care about your feelings. Come on. So where are you moving to? We're thinking about we – are, we are moving to Detroit. That is happening. Okay. So um, now let's say for whatever reason – uh, you were unable to move to Detroit, uh, would that be a problem? Well, yeah, it would be a big problem. All right. How big a problem would it be? Well, it'd be a big problem because we got a job transfer. I'm making way more money. Uh, okay. So that's a problem. Any other problems? Yeah, the kids are already enrolled in the Detroit private school. Um And, uh, yeah, it would be a problem. Okay. So um, the fear of loss is – question is, so what – you know, how big a problem would it be? Okay. 
So it's where are you moving to situation, obstacle, what if you couldn't, how big a problem would it be is the fear of loss, and then the, the tie down is so if we were to join forces then, one of my jobs would be to make absolutely certain you this house does sell, you are able to move to Detroit, you're not explaining to the kids while they're not why they're not going in the school they're already signed up at, you don't end up making less money because you didn't get the job. That would be one of my jobs, wouldn't it? Yes, Bob, that would be one of your jobs. Okay. So that's the way they teach it to you in the book. Now, we do a different – then you would go to when. When is the soonest? When is the latest that you need to be there? Well, we have to be there by X month. Okay. So – uh, what if for whatever reason – I'm not saying this is going to happen – but what if you couldn't get there by the end of that month? What if it took an additional month? Uh, would that be a problem? Nah, it wouldn't be that big a problem. How about an additional month after – now, that would be a problem. OK. So why would that be a problem? So they're telling you why it would be a problem if they don't do business with you and don't do what you tell them to do so that all those things happen in their in their time frame. So the way in the book is all the situation questions are separated. So where, when, you know, all that kind of stuff. But in fearless agent coaching we do we do that differently. And then we have a visual that represents failure, which is the expired list, which we keep referring back to, which ends up getting them to sell you on why they should do business with you. So when you're, when you're a fearless agent, you go through this um, step-by-step process. So one is the intro that gets their attention, puts you in charge right away, um, uh, lets you know that you care more about them than any other agent would. Then it's the outline, the preview of coming attractions. That makes them feel comfortable with what's going to happen. Then you ask the questions. At the end of the questions, they're completely sold on you. Then you take the tour of their property. Now, when you're touring the property, you're going to do that differently than any other agent would ever do it. You're not avoiding – you're not saying, oh, this is fantastic. You're saying that that looks like it could be a a problem. Okay, You're pointing out the problems. Oh, should we fix that? Um, So fix up before listing is never a good idea. You always recommend against that. Then you come back to the kitchen table. And we call it marketing plan. There is no marketing in Fearless Agent. No no Fearless Agent ever does any marketing of any kind because they don't have to. They sell the house instead. So they you're, you're giving what's the remainder of the listing presentation, which, by the way, is an objection-crushing machine. It's a competition-crushing machine. And it's a dumb idea-crushing machine. So it makes the seller never have any objections – it makes the seller uh, forget about any thoughts they had of using their friend or, uh, or, and not asking you crazy questions that you don't want to hear about. And then at the end of that, they're going to make a decision on whether you're the agent for them or not and listing with you tonight or not. If they are planning on listing with you tonight, then and only then would you ever give the fearless agent pricing presentation – at the end of that, there's a closing question 
then you get the signature on the listing agreement and then you get out. So that's the process that every fearless agent follows. So you never, if you're a fearless agent, you never skip steps. You always get your question answered. And uh, and if any of the stuff, by the way, that we talk about on this podcast, we're going to do another shameless plug. Can we do that? We might as well. We have the sound effect. Time for Bob Leffler's Shameless so if you if any of this stuff makes sense to you and you happen to be earning less than you wish you were selling real estate and you happen to be open to the idea of having some help, if you would like to learn more, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone number. By the way, my friend Sam just called me. Sam, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. See, that's proof. I'm going to set him back down. So you're on the podcast for no apparent reason, Sam. Yay! <laughs> he does sound excited. He's not even faking it. He sounds excited. So if you would like to learn more, you can always call me directly anytime at 480-385-8810. Sam, is that the number you just dialed? That is the number I just dialed. Bob. See? It works. So if you'd like to learn more, you can call me and we'll just see if you and what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you will get rich. If it's not, we'll just admit that. And I'm still happy to help you in any other way I can. And by the way, I love talking to realtors almost as much as I love Sam. But um, don't think you're bothering me. Don't email or don't text. Always call. 480-385-8810. And by the way, you can visit fearlessagent.com. If you you know Fearless Agent is a good fit, you can go sign up there. And you can watch our webinar, which is 45 minutes long. Take lots of notes. Go to the video training page. Go to the speaking page. There's an excerpt from a two-day Fearless Agent event video that will help you. You could take notes on that. And those free videos would be better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you no matter what. If you are an owner of a real estate company and you happen to be recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help with that, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com, watch that video, and then give me a call. Um, so back to the um, the steps. So we never, as a fearless agent, ever skip steps. We never, as a fearless agent, ever not get our question answered. That's the secret to being a fearless agent. And if you learn that, uh, you will be much, much better off. You'll make way, way more money. And once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. If you're an owner, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Until next week, do what we always do. Always have fun. Uh, Sam, are you having fun? I'm having fun. Uh, Always be humble. Sam, you're humble, aren't you? If I say I'm humble, I'm not humble, so no. Okay, and then always be fearless. Thanks, gang. Yay! 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.